Hey, Terry. Hey, Alex. Hey, guess what we're doing today? We're going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and we're going to go on a road trip. Hey, listen, we have a lot to share with you about a really incredible little corner of our great country, and Terry has just been up there in the winter, so we're actually going to take a really cool take at Jackson Hole and the surrounding area, thinking about what you can do in winter up there. Let's cue the music. Terry, I'm so excited. We are talking about one of your favorite trips that you like to take to uh, these days. Yes. My husband and I traveled out the first time we traveled out about, I want to say it was in 2017, 2016, 17, we traveled to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, driving. Yes, we drove from Florida to Jackson Hole. And I'm telling you, if you have not been out west, you need to go. It's a beautiful part of the country, and I'm just lucky enough to see it and drive it. So how so how do you prepare for a trip to the modern Wild West? How do you do that? Well, first of all, to pack my chuck wagon, you know. <laughs> now, first of all, it's when we traveled this year, past year, we went in December, and we knew that it was going to be really cold. So we really needed, and being from Florida, we had to readjust our attire. And then, of course, since we're driving, we plotted out all our stays prior. So we knew our goals to where we plan to hit that day. How long are we staying there? Then to the next stop until we got to our final destination. And to be clear, you guys really do love the road trip goals. Your husband loves to drive. He does. He does. He likes to see the country is what he says. Fair enough. Okay. So you've made your goals on your road trip map all the way up there from the Florida area all the way up to Jackson Hole and that surrounding area. You passed a lot along the way. What was probably the highlight for you when you are going along on that road trip, what was like the thing you were like, man, I know this wasn't like what our goal was, but this was a super cool stop we made. Um, most of our stops were planned stops, but I do have to say there were certain areas that were highlighted more than others. Of course, you know, driving past the, the arc in the arch in St. Louis is really, is really cool. But one of my best stops was probably the Badlands. One of my most disappointing stops was Wall Drugs. You hear about this being the biggest pharmacy, and it was a big deal because they started selling ice water there. And that is really the reason why that pharmacy was able to, to not close down. It really boomed their business. So I thought I was going to go in and see like an old historic pharmacy, but I felt like I was in a shop in Gatlinburg. So that was a disappointment. The Badlands were great. South Dakota is amazing. That's not something you hear every day. That's very cool. Okay. So where did you like to stay when you were up there? What, what were the accommodation choices okay. you made? My accommodation choices going up uh, until we got to, let me take you to before we got to Jackson Hole. Mm -hmm. 
we stayed at the Hilton because I'm getting my points. Go, girl. So I just used my Hilton app and found my uh, Hampton. We usually stay at Hampton Inn. They're pretty middle of the road. And one thing to note that was different during this time is they usually have like a, uh, it's an okay kind of breakfast, grab stuff, whatever, but they really had to gear it down because of COVID. So everything was like bagged for you, grab a bag and go. So that was different. Um, when we got to Jackson Hole, we stayed at the Jackson Hole Inn, which are these cabins right in within a block of walking down to downtown. And there are these cute little cabins and it was snowing and it just felt amazing. It was great accommodations. And then in West, we drove on to West Yellowstone, which I'll talk about in a minute is by far my favorite place. And we stayed at the three bear lodge and nothing spectacular but the people were great. The accommodations were great. And it's, it's really nice to look at those local places because a lot of times you get, you get a lot for your money and it's a lot nicer. Yeah. Preach that. Yeah. 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 I completely agree with you on the local accommodations. I like the mom and pop places with the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackson Hole is a great jumping off point for Yellowstone. What did you look forward to at this flagship national park? I think what was amazing is when we were driving in through the snow in the mountains and the Grand Tetons, over to my right, as I look, there's like several herds of buffalo just right there Mm. by the side of the road hanging out saying hey terry welcome welcome back you know and then driving into west yellowstone i feel like i was driving through uh, a movie i mean it was just amazing the snow the trees it was just gorgeous And I mean, you can drive anywhere and see wildlife. And I think that's one of our biggest things that we like to do is to be able to see the wildlife. Tell me, did you feel this as well? Like, I know when I was in Alaska, it was very hard for me to kind of calibrate how everything was so big around me. You don't realize how far away things are. You don't realize, like, you have to take a moment and kind of put it all in perspective. Did that happen to you there? Yes. uh, We were talking to some locals, and my one question was, because there's only, like, one grocery store in town. And if you ever go to Jackson Hole, you know, you're kind of secluded. You're in a hole, basically. And they, I say, what do you do about groceries? And they say about once Every couple weeks, they make a drive into South Dakota and do a huge shopping. I mean, that's just amazing because now I'm like, I forgot something. I'm going to go to Publix and pick it up. Or, you know, Instacart. That's not going to happen. Not, it's not going to happen there. So that was, that was kind of an eye-opening experience for me. So you're in Yellowstone. What... 
can the typical visitor of Yellowstone expect realistically? Because I think sometimes we get in our mind, there are so many things that you can do. What What's a typical day in Yellowstone where you're like, okay, this was a great day here? Okay. So I want to point out West Yellowstone is about two hours from Jackson Hole. Everybody's heard Jackson Hole. That's where your billionaires are running out your millionaires. So you kind of get a picture of the clientele. West Yellowstone is like you're going back into Newberry. Like it's a very relaxed when we pull up. You mean the streets are covered in snow. There's only two streets in the town that you cannot drive your snowmobile on. Everywhere else you can drive your snowmobile. It's very laid back. Now, if you travel in winter up there, a lot of places aren't open. They're seasonal. There are some winter. There was a lot of like local artist stores open, but it's very laid back and you need to be where you want to go out and experience nature. You want to go on a snowmobile ride. You want to take the big bus ride this monster truck with these huge tires and go into the national park. So you want to get out and see either if you're going into Yellowstone national park, or if you're just going into other areas, you want to make sure that you are getting out to do that. And the food is great. Make sure you are there and you try the bison because it's delicious. So we've gone to Yellowstone for the day, and now we're back in Jackson Hole where our accommodations are. I'm interested in finding out what it's like walking down Main Street in Jackson Hole. Take us on a tour of Main Street. Well, in the center of Main Street, you have this park. Now, and on each corner of the park are these huge arches that are made out of antlers. And it could be the elk, it could be uh, moose, all those antlers make up these arches. And when we were there, they had ice skating in one part of it. And you have a lot of artwork stores. You have um, your regular touristy t-shirt. There's a great little candy shop. There's restaurants. There was an amazing, and this is shocking, I know, a Mexican food restaurant. It's And it's been on diners, drive-ins, and dives. Really, really good Mexican food. It was amazing. It's very crowded at times because it is a popular location. So um, be prepared for parking to be a challenge. The nice thing about staying in like a local uh, hotel or cabin is that you can walk into downtown. They also have this saloon that is super popular that everybody should go in and have a drink, sit at the bar. It's the million dollar cowboy saloon or they they say go in have a drink because the bar stools at the bar like saddles and 
So it's pretty interesting. Okay. So what were like the standout restaurants for you? So we're in downtown. And if there's one place where you really shine is finding those really great restaurants. You are a huge researcher of this. You are far better at finding these great restaurants than I am. So we're in Jackson Hole. What are, let's say, the top three restaurants that you would recommend? Okay. Yes, I I do love food. And if you ever saw me, you would say, yes, she's a foodie. (laughs) Carry it with me well. Okay. So you are there. You have done so many things. You've spent the day outside in the park. You've gotten a chance to eat and enjoy the downtown area. What's that special, unique thing that you would bring back from this little corner of the woods back home to Florida as a souvenir? What what would be something like, oh, I should be on a lookout for that particular kind of unique item? I like to buy local. So I really like to look at like artwork, uh, pottery. When we were in West Yellowstone, and I refer to back and forth because they're so close, and both of those places are so special to me. But in West Yellowstone, there was a small shop that had locally made pottery. And one of the pieces that I was looking at was a bowl with a moose uh, outline. It was really beautiful. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I love, I love bowls. I'm a bowl person. I love bowls that I can use every day. And the lady told me the story that there will never be any more of these because the local artist had passed away. In my basket they go, you know, because it's stuff like that that's meaningful. So artwork I have, um, pottery, that's what I like. I like, I don't like to bring back t-shirts. I'm not going to wear them. I want to have something that I can look at and cherish and remember that trip in that area. Amen. Amen. Amen, sister. Okay. Last question about Jackson Hole before we get to kind of our tips and tricks in our now boarding section. Here we go. Jackson Hole is thousands of miles from your house. What is it in Jackson Hole and the surrounding area that keeps you coming back time and time again? Well, I think one is being from Florida, we don't see season changes. We go from hot, we have cold for a couple days, and then we're back to summer again. So I, when we went out there the first time, the massiveness of the mountains and the wildlife and the temperature that we were in, because we went one time, we went in March, one time in December. Yes, it was cold, but it wasn't anything that we couldn't uh, prepare for. So I just think it's just a beautiful, I don't know. It's just like, and my husband and I joke all the time when we, I'm like, well, what's the weather going to be? Oh, it's going to be 90 degrees. And I'll say, no, what's, what's the real home temperature 
because that's what we call West Yellowstone. Our goal would be to live out there if we ever could. So I, I don't know what it is. It's just such a peaceful area. And it may be that when we took the trip, it was a peaceful time. And that's something we cherished. But when he says he wants to go, I don't really mind the, the drive out there because we break it up coming home. It's kind of like, that's the hard trek, but I don't know. I don't know what keeps calling us back there, but it's beautiful. You never know sometimes. In this episode segment of Now Boarding, we're talking all things Jackson Hole. So I'm going to go ahead and start us off with a great book to inspire you to enjoy the open skies of, of the western area of our country. And it's called the classic Virginian, the Virginian by Owen Wister. So if you've never heard of this book, the movie with John Wayne in it is based on this book. And it really is just a great old fashioned cowboy classic to enjoy and maybe inspire a little bit of time out there in the wild, wild west that we have in our country. What about you, Terry? What's your global book pick? Well, when I'm talking about taking a trip out to uh, the West, I like to use the Lonely Planet Travel Guide. They have a chapter on Jackson Hole. That's my pick for you. So when you're thinking about going out there, one of the things that I learned from you, Terry, was that one of the very coolest things that you can do is go out for the, the Old West Days that are sponsored by Jackson Hole. This festival happens in May and is full of tons of really fun activities. It's super family friendly and it really adds a ton to your experience while you're out there. What about you? Okay, I, I have a couple. Now, for me and my age I am now, I don't ski anymore. Work. But uh, things break. But there are things to do at the resorts. You have your Teton Village where they have like a gondola that will take you up to the top. Now, be prepared. It is pricey. I think it's a little bit more pricey now because of COVID and they have to reduce the numbers. So just be aware of that. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do. You can do bus tours. You can do snowmobile tours. You can do sleigh rides and have dinner. One thing, here's another travel tip. Take an eco tour when you get out there. They are fabulous. The time we did it, we saw a, we rescued an owl. It wasn't planned. I mean, again, we saw moose, we saw sheep, we saw, uh, we saw a mountain lion eating an elk. So take advantage of all the tours that are available. Don't just think you have to go and ski. Which leads me to my travel product. Go for it. I'm going to go ahead and jump on into that because we're out here in the cold weather. And I have not been out there in a time that's not been chilly. Pack your thermals, people. The first morning we woke up in Jackson Hole, it was a negative 11. Felt like negative 27. Thermals are great. Put those suckers on and they are worth it. A lot of times I just go on Amazon. I go on Amazon and look up my big girl thermals because I don't know how walruses keep themselves warm with their blubber, but it doesn't work for me, so I get my thermals. 
What about your travel product? <laughs> well, I was looking to keep just our hands warm, but make sure that you could get to your Yelp app because that's important. So I highly recommend in cold weather, smart touch gloves, which allow you to leave your gloves on while still using your smartphone and our choices by a company called Trendu. And we will definitely link not only those gloves, but the thermals that Terry loves so much in, in our show notes for today. Let's move on to travel binges. You know, it's, it's Yellowstone country. You're out there and you've mentioned so many of the animals that you can see and how amazing just the natural wonder of it's amazing it's amazing you've mentioned how amazing the natural scenery is and and just everything that you could take in on amazon prime right now is an incredible documentary series about this very area called yellowstone but you know nature isn't the only thing happening there flora and fauna isn't the only thing going on in the yellowstone area what's your travel binge well my travel binge was obviously my husband's travel binge he loves the series yellowstone mm -hmm. and i'm i'm gonna be honest um i watched some of it i did i binged a little bit but um, I can tell you it's worthwhile because he's watched every one of them. And you get to see um, the landscape and the area. And you also get the drama if you are people who are driven by drama too. So check it out. Okay. Now, it's kind of hard for me to give a travel food binge, but I do know one thing. You called me from a restaurant about fries and you said, listen, you need to understand what I'm eating and they're so good. So you called me and you said, the only thing to order is the 307 fries from Spur Restaurant. So let's talk about the travel tech that we can use while we're out there. I do know that there was a great resort that had an app out there. It's the JH Insider app that kind of gave you um, a local view of what winter sports were available, what the weather was going to be, and what the conditions were going to be in order to do them. And they kind of did that for the whole community and not just their resort. So I did think that that was a super cool app to have because it kind of gave you like last minute ideas of what to do. What about you? For me, I like uh, the Jackson Hole Traveler because when you go on to your ja the Jackson Hole Traveler, it tells you all the things you can do, where to eat, where to stay, um, things you can plan. Because definitely if you're making your way out there, don't say, I'm going to wait till I get there to plan whatever outings, whether it be horseback riding, snowmobiling, whatever, plan ahead. A lot of times these things book up six to 12 months in advance. So make it a point, find um, this webs. This is a great place and it will help you start your planning. You know, the travel industry has taken quite a blow from several global issues, including the war in Ukraine, 
the climb out of the COVID-19 crisis and inflation that makes it hard for people to get out into the world like they want to. At this point, leading experts are predicting that it's going to take up to three years for the travel industry to bounce back to full force. One way that you can help the travel industry is to like and subscribe to 10 microbloggers. Each time you do, you're telling all those travel industry experts that you are ready to enjoy everything that the world has to offer, and you can start with us. That's right. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and even LinkedIn at Babsha and Yaya. That is B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A-Y-I-A. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at bobsheandyaya at gmail.com with your questions, suggestions, favorite travel tips, products, and travel trends so that we can share your ideas in the future. Bob and Yaya is our home base for everything we love about travel. It's where our blog and show notes live and where we share access to all of our resources, including travel literacy for kids. We always have new posts about all the things we love about travel, including today's topics, as well as feature destinations, travel lifestyle, and stories to make you smile. Didn't get all of that? No worries. Just check out our show notes for all of the ways to stay in touch and links to anything we chatted about in this episode. As always, thanks for joining us for our journey.